Life Lessons, the Intaba Manga Cast, episode Valentine's Day. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what episode number this would be. It's a Valentine's Day special. And yes, I know it's March. Shut up. And with me today, I have new co-host Bookie. How are you doing today, dear? I'm good, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess? Well, okay. I'm good, I'm good. Just homework. Oh, yeah, that's right. I Sometimes I forget you're a student. You hardworking student, you don't 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 slack on your homework. I won't. I'm Other- doing it right now. Otherwise, I'm coming after you. Um, that that sounded really weird. I'm sorry, Bookie. Anyway, <laughs> let's see. What are we doing today? That's right. We're gonna be talking about uh couples. We're, we're gonna be finally gonna shipping. be yeah finally gonna be talking about shipping and OTPs and all that stuff that I don't know the meaning of slang for. <laughs> you ever, have you ever have you ever come across like internet slang? on online where someone says something like i don't know ttyl or something i I know what that means but you you see something like that and you're like what's that supposed to mean that's why urban dictionary exists exists yeah i feel like an old man because sometimes i don't i i don't understand the internet sometimes and then i get scared because i get scared of things i don't know anyway so yeah we're gonna be talking about couples today and i guess i should explain kind of what our i don't know what you would call it, qualifications are for this episode because uh i don't I, I don't know i guess we're not gonna be talking about well i guess we are talking about specific couples i guess but uh there, there might be we're only going to be talking about a few one and then two we're going to be talking about a couple that uh some some of you listeners might not either remember or that might sound a little obscure i guess because th- this is going to be a combination of couples in the series that either me or Bookie really wanted to talk about or just some random couples that were submitted uh, by uh, users on Twitter, which thank you to the two people who responded to my uh, tweet about that, by the way. Um, I can't remember the names at the moment. I'll probably put links to their Twitters in the description or something just so people can show them some love. So, yeah, uh, we basically just picked out some couples and uh, and when we say couples, I guess uh, they're specifically uh, people who are somewhat romantically involved with each other within the series proper, I guess. Within the canon. W- within the canon, yes. Or at least, uh, I guess, as far as the anime is concerned. I don't know if there are any filler couples. Are there any filler couples? Uh, is Ofusa a filler couple? Like, oh, you mean like that exists in the anime and not in the manga? Yeah, I... I don't think so. I feel like there's one, but I'm sure that's wrong. One? Maybe. Gintama doesn't have that much filler to my knowledge. No, it doesn't. You're right. There really aren't a lot of filler episodes in Gintama, but anyway... Unless you want to count um, the Ginhiji as a filler couple. That That's actually one of the best filler episodes. I didn't even realize that was filler the first time I watched it, To be actually. honest, I didn't realize, too. Like, bravo to whoever wrote that. Like, that was amazing. It was. It Best was filler episode ever in anime. It was the right amount of fan service, um, which is not something I say often about any anime. But yeah, the, we're we're only going to be talking about a few out of the series. I mean, I me and Bookie kind of made a list of 
couples somewhat romantically involved with each other within the series, but uh, we didn't want to spend too much time talking about all of them. So what I'm going to do for now is we picked a couple of pairings to talk about uh, for now. And maybe, you know, if, if you guys happen to like listening to us talking about this kind of stuff, maybe I'll make it an annual thing that maybe you can expect every Valentine's Day or either that or maybe just record one of these if I need bonus content for the podcast whenever I have to leave or something. Um, I don't know if you, if you guys like listening to this, you know, let us know. I mean, I, I'd, I'd probably like to keep doing this cause I think I'm going to have fun. Maybe. I don't know. We'll just have to see. Uh, also, uh, we are going to be talking about a lot of material that we haven't covered on the podcast proper. Cause I, I just kind of assume that there are people who actually follow along with us on the podcast that aren't too ahead of the manga, which I'm sure there's only like maybe one person who does that or if, if at all, but I'll, I'll be sure to leave time codes, I guess, in the in the episode description so that people know ahead of time, you know, who we're going to be talking about specifically just in case they aren't that far ahead in the manga and the anime yet. Because usually I don't care about spoilers with uh, specials, but I mean, I thought I'd at least, you know, do that just to make sure I don't accidentally spoil anyone. But uh, so just l- look at the description ahead of time before you uh, keep listening to this. Uh, otherwise, you've been warned, you know, just in case there are spoilers. Still want to, you know, just to just do that, you know. I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just go on ahead here and get started. So, let's see. I'm counting right now. We have one, two, three, four, five, six couples, it looks like, that we're going to be talking about today. And uh, let's let's get let's just get started right here with with a, with a couple that you know everybody knows and everybody loves, and that couple being Ofusa and Kantaro from the uh, from the infant arc. Everybody remembers them, right? Apple. They're they're totally remember memorable characters, right, Bookie? <laughs> they are. <laughs> and by that I mean not really. Uh, but the, the, this this was uh this was a couple that was uh submitted to us by uh, a Twitter user uh that I I at least wanted to cover one of these cuz um uh cuz this particular person uh again I forget the Twitter name off the top of my head but uh he or she really submitted a lot of uh couples from the series that I completely forgot about honestly but yeah, uh, Ofusa and Kantaro, like I said, are from the uh, Infant Strife arc, which is chapters 77 through 80 of the manga, uh, episodes 51 and 52 of the anime, season 2, whatever. So, I don't know, do, do you have any particular thoughts on this couple here, Bookie? They're tragic and quite sweet. <laughs> um, yes, they are, which I, I noticed that's kind of a trend with a lot of couples in Gintama. Which is unfortunate. Uh, love cannot last. <laughs> Apparently not. But yeah, I, the, the, I, I'm not gonna kid myself here. There really isn't a lot to talk about with these particular two. I just thought it'd be nice to start off with something a little easy, I guess, something that didn't take a lot of that that didn't you know uh, require a lot of time to research. Definitely. Um, obviously, you know, Ofusa and Kantaro. For those who don't remember, uh, Ofusa, I believe, was. Um, was the maid of uh, Kantaro's uh, grandfather, who runs this giant, this, this giant company that uh, we find out is uh, in cahoots with uh, part of the uh, Joey faction, the, the the rebel fighters, whatever you want to call them. And uh, Kantaro, like I just said, his grandson, who is unfortunately very sick and uh, was not 
uh, unfortunately isn't long or wasn't long for this world. Uh, he eventually died, I guess, and mm. Ofusa is left to uh, take care of their new newborn baby, who is left with uh, Gintoki for at least a little bit. You know, while Ofusa runs away from Kantaro's grandfather, uh, obviously. You know they were very in love with each other uh, uh, enough to have a child together. So I, I, it's it's very safe to assume that they love each other. If not, they wouldn't have run away together. Exactly. Um, there, there's not really a lot to talk about in terms of their character because uh, I mean I wouldn't say they're bland. We just we just don't get a lot of time to get to know them unless it was like the flashback or whatever. But um, so. Obviously. I guess I could say I'm sorry. I guess I'd say Ufusa's a bit. I guess I just say she's a bit um powerful. I would. I, mean, I don't mean it like she's overpowered or anything. I just mean that, considering her status, who she is, her gender, and everything, the fact that she had the guts to do, do all that for her family was, I guess, something to be respected. Exactly. I uh, she uh, Ofusa, especially for a very one-off character, was a very, I guess, admirable female character um, in the series whole. I guess, um, which 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 isn't anything new. There, a, a lot of the uh, pretty much all <laughs> females again, Tama. Even even the one-off characters are still very, uh, I guess, uh, respectable for their strength mentally and physically. But yeah, uh, I, I I like Ofusa. I. She she was she she was she was strong. She she went through a lot of uh, went through a lot of stuff to you know protect her baby and all that. And I thought that was nice. Um, I I love I love uh, Kantaro. Like I wish I wish we got more of him because I like out uh, out of the few moments we get to see them together. I I really like how uh, he plays tricks on her. I thought that was I thought that was yeah. the best part. Like he I. Was... His his introduction is the best. Like I I re- I love how uh, one of the first times they meet, Kantaro like spits up fake blood and fakes his death. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pissed to be honest. I, I'd be like, I I would be too. But damn, but d- damn it all if that wasn't a funny joke. Seriously, it was funny. It was. <laughs> oh, uh, out of any characters in the show, any one-off characters especially. I kind of wish we got to see more of them. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, like I could see these two having their own spinoff. Like I could see a slice of life anime just based on these two alone. Like, cause I, I feel like, I feel like we could get more funny interactions between these two. I don't know about you, Bookie. Uh, I guess with, uh, did the baby have a name? I, he did, but I, I, I forget his name. <laughs> I just called him Minigin. I think his name was Kanshichiro or something. I it's some something hard to pronounce. But yeah, on a side note, that baby is really cute. Of course, he looks like Gin. Every every time I rewatch that arc, I always forget how damn cute that baby is. Such a cute baby. Apple. Napo. Um <laughs> Yeah. But um I don't think there's really much else to say about them as a couple, I guess. Uh I was. Uh, for, for, I'm going to be asking this for all of these couples, uh, but uh, I was going to. I'm sure the the uh, answer is obvious. Uh, do Do you think if uh, Kantaro were to you know live a little longer, if he didn't die as soon, do you think the uh, Do you think the relationship between the two of them would have worked out? Ofusan Kantaro. Yes. Definitely. I don't think he'd let her go. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that, that that one's a little more obvious. I like I I really do think, um, especially since they had a baby together, and obviously they were very much in love with each other. Um, so 
but unfortunately, yeah, like I said, if Kantaro didn't die, I I think their relationship could have lasted a lot longer. But anyway, I guess let's uh, let's let's move on to our uh, next couple here. Who I was very surprised that um, this was a thing at all when I when I uh, read this in the manga uh, just recently. Uh, Yamazaki and Tama. Yamatama. Well, what 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 were your first reactions to this being a thing, or even the idea of this being a thing? Because I was I was really curious about how they would work out. I don't remember, on to be honest, because <laughs> I remember feeling odd. But before I saw that chapter in the manga, I had known the ship was a thing. Hmm. Yeah, because I I I feel like before these uh, before these chapters in the manga, I never would have thought that. Uh, Yamazaki and Tama would have really had any kind of interaction with each other, but then I knew it... they were shipped though. I think it was because fan fiction. <laughs> I saw them being shipped in fan fiction, then I read the manga. I'm like, oh, that's why. Oh, okay, I, I I thought you meant maybe like before these manga chapters, which would be very uh surprising. Um, but I mean, you never really know with the show. Um, I don't know. I don't know where to start off here. I guess I like like I said, I I I thought this was a very weird idea i guess uh, just uh, uh, yamazaki being with anybody is just a weird idea i guess because it's yamazaki i, th- I think i might have told you off mic but uh i feel like yamazaki and shinpachi are sort of similar in in how they met their i guess romantic interests we'll we'll, we'll get to shinpachi and otsu in a second but um because i know it's kind of a joke within the series that oh yamazaki and shinpachi are so similar because of how bland they are which is great yeah a joke pointed out in the popularity poll arc i think even before that even or or maybe it wasn't i don't remember now wait now that you say romantic interest i just thought uh isn't kirara more of a bigger hint as a romantic interest in shinpachi than otsu you know what that Hmm, I didn't think about it like that. We, hmm, damn. Now I kind of wish we were covering that. <laughs> hey, that, that's just another one we can cover in the future. That that would be really interesting. But yeah, it's funny. Yamazaki and Shinpachi are kind of similar in the sense of the, both of the girls that they have a romantic interest in were kind of the ones to kind of pull them out of the depths of darkness when, when, uh, when, when times were tough because Yamazaki isn't really too fulfilled with his life in that moment and then shinpachi before he met gin was sort of depressed because his dojo wasn't doing well and he had that shitty part-time job and then that's when he sort of met otsu and saw her singing and all that which i i thought i think is a interesting similarity i don't know about you i think in general um the shinsengumi and the yorozia have are extremely similar Mm-hmm. They've got the basic structure: daddy with two <laughs> disruptive kids. <laughs> I I really agree. But in the thing about them, I think we're getting off there. But the thing about these families is that they do switch the role of daddy sometimes. Sometimes Kondo is the person with two disruptive kids. Sometimes Hijikata is taking care of both Sogo and Kondo. Sogo never rises to be a father, <laughs> and neither does Kagura. Hmm. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um. So some something else I noticed when reading these two particular chapters, I think it might have been just because of um, of the way these uh, the scans for these chapters were worded, but I, I couldn't tell if Yamazaki like actually had real feelings for Tama or if he just or if he just wanted to I don't know like it like it seemed like he had feelings for Tama, but at the same time. I think all he wanted to do was just try to tell Tama thank you for giving him the indirect pep talk. I don't know. I, I couldn't really tell. It was 
it was maybe it was a bit of both yeah maybe because it was um it was worded in a way where you would think it would suggest that he likes tama but there's i guess there's some kind of I guess in Japanese you could read it also as oh I I want to I want her to notice me or something. It was some kind of weird Senpai notice me. <laughs> it it was some kind of weird wording that had like a real double meaning I guess in Japanese. Something Japanese that I don't understand because I'm American and I'm English, but <laughs> I don't know. Um so I thought I, I that was sort of confusing. I can see you why. That's the problem one problem with Gintama translations. Oh yeah, in Gintama uh, like I've said on the podcast before, is a very hard series to translate for, unfortunately. So, obviously, uh, Yamazaki and Tama don't really work out in the end because, you know, y- Yamazaki, you know, ends up telling Tama, oh, well, I, I really appreciated you doing that for me the other day. Thank you. And and, and it's a real nice moment until Yamazaki barfs on Tama. So. <laughs> but I don't think she minded that much. I don't know, because I, I think Yamazaki might have actually gotten hit, because there were a bunch of, like, uh, uh, sound effects at the, in the last panel of that chapter. Oh, but yeah, I, that's true. But I, but I couldn't read them. Even, even translated, I didn't really know what they meant. So maybe maybe she did, maybe she didn't. I don't know. We'll just we'll just have to wait for the anime to come out, because I'm, I'm going to bet that um, that's going to be animated soon. Definitely. Maybe one of the first things. That's before Gender Bender arc, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept thinking that the gender bender arc. I feel like the first um, an episode of the Gintama anime won't even be a, a manga chapter. It'll just be some celebratory like "ha ha, we're back" kind of thing. It's probably gonna be a thing where they're going to. They're. I feel like they're going to address the movie and how they're like, "Oh, this was supposed to be the final chapter." Oh, actually, not really, or something. Something like you believed us. Ha! Jesus, I hate this show sometimes. Uh- <laughs> they treat us like trash sometimes they really do um so if if these two chapters didn't end the way it did do you think this relationship could have worked out uh no i guess they could be friends i feel like they definitely would be friends i feel like tama still considers them friends Mm -hmm. uh, but then it wouldn't work out just because it's like romeo and juliet (laughs) like the law and the lawless Otose wouldn't approve, and also like Hijikata be like the enemy because technically um, Tama is like the Eurasia in the Eurasia family. Yeah, yeah. So he'd be like, no, you're fraternizing with the enemy. But then Kondo could be like, oh yes, yes, you marry Otaya, I marry Otaya, you marry Tama, and like have a double wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's really funny because I, I I like how in these two chapters. Uh, uh, both the Shinsengumi and the odd jobs just kind of just kind of use this as a, a basically use this for their own uh, I guess ulterior motives because I I think um <clears throat> I think Kondo described it as an opportunity to try to get to know the enemy better or something and try to uh, uh it was it was something I, I I forget um I I know they both had their own ulterior motives for uh going ahead with the uh, marriage meeting something something horrible except I just I just can't remember off the top of my head um because they're assholes like that yeah I don't think this relationship if we're if it were to go on would actually work at all because I think Tama really only sees Yamazaki as a friend or I guess in the case of the chapter, she saw him as an enemy of machines because <laughs> because he made that scanner break down because of all the Anpan he scanned. So I thought that was great. It, it would especially not work out in Yamazaki's favor because it's Yamazaki and never nothing ever works out for him. So Poor baby. 
Yeah, poor Yamazaki. But I still love him. Like I love Yamazaki the same way I love Yamcha, where they're both they're both just as pathetic. Except except Yamazaki's actually around. That's the only difference between him and Yamcha. But yeah, I think that's enough of that. So let let's get to let's get to our next couple here that I really wanted to talk about. Shinpachi and Otsu. Now I'm sure when people hear me say say it like that, they're like what? No. <laughs> but it's it's not that I necessarily want a real romance to bloom out of this. Like I I I like Shinpachi and Otsu's relationship the way it is. Like I um but I guess it it you might also <laughs> be exactly, but um I guess it's also because like I Shinpachi is honestly one of my favorite characters. Um I think he's easily in my top 10 of just out of all the characters in general, but I don't know, like, Shinpachi and Otsu's relationship is really interesting because, like I said earlier, Otsu was kind of the reason uh, Shinpachi had the motivation to, you know, move forward uh, while he still had his part-time job, even before he met Gin, which is, uh, uh, which is interesting. I It's also interesting because I think Sh- Shinpachi obviously is, I think, supposed to be uh, sometimes kind of a satire on the whole otaku and idols thing. You know what I mean, Bookie? Mm-hmm. Where, obviously, Shinpachi, uh, like most otaku, very much idolizes Otsu uh, in that same way, kind of, sort of, except I think Shinpachi's quote-unquote relationship with Otsu is a little more pure, I guess. I guess. <laughs> it, it, it board, it's borderline. It really is, because I, I think even in, like, the Love Chorus arc, Shinpachi, I think, compared to normal otaku, is still somewhat pure, I guess. I don't know. Like, he... It's... I don't know. Like you said, it's very borderline. It's kind of weird. Because there are also things like his, quote-unquote, sister complex and all that stuff. Shinpachi's kind of a weird character sometimes. Every character is weird. And No kidding. Yeah, but I I guess I I guess I like uh, Shinpachi and Otsu's relationship just cuz it's 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 nice to see Shinpachi actually, you know, care about Otsu and want to protect Otsu, especially during uh episode 30 where Otsu kept getting uh of threat letters and stuff and her life was actually in danger. I think that's probably the best example of uh Shinpachi and Otsu and that relationship. I I I think I might have talked about it uh, to death a lot on uh, episode 16 <laughs> which if you want to hear i guess my more complete thoughts on that go listen to that episode it's it's a good episode but again it's just interesting considering i guess the whole thing with otakus and how they idolize the idols i guess i, I know that was redundant especially <laughs> especially when most otaku they know that they they'll never have a chance to actually date the uh pop stars that they idolize that was something they brought up in uh, the Shinsengumi crisis arc. Exactly. Especially when, because I know there are some uh, fans who go so far as to be like, well, hey, um, if I can't have this idol, then nobody can. And I, I know I know there are some fans willing to, you know, go the extra mile and try to ruin certain idols' relationships and stuff, which is... Like like if Jasmine were on the podcast, she could, <laughs> she could she could go on an entire hour about all that and you know the Korean pop scene and all that. But uh, the Asian pop scene is scary. It really is. 
that that's another thing I like about Gintama in general is I, I like a lot of the uh, I like a lot of the episodes and chapters that have to deal with that kind of stuff because I think Sirachi really handles that kind of material very well, and I think I think it's just, it's really interesting to see how he writes that, and it's also interesting to see how ugly he draws some otaku, especially like way earlier on. But yeah, I guess um, and I and I'm sure the answer to this again is obvious. But do you think a, a real relationship between Otu and Shibachi could ever work? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't see it. I just. I. I don't see it. It'd be weird, and I don't. I feel like what's her name? I don't. I just don't feel like you know. Otai is a very jealous person. Yes. Yes. And then if she sees like Shibachi marrying some super no, actually Otai would welcome her. Restore the dojo with her money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Or or restore her dojo with um, Shimpachi's many children that he is sure to have. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and I'm sure this would never happen in the series, but I I feel like if there were, ever were a real relationship between the two, I don't think I would want that just just because. In in terms of the whole otaku and idol scene, I don't think it's really meant to be. And I feel like I feel like uh, uh, other otaku that who cherish Otsu and idolize her would be after Shinpachi's head. Yeah, and I feel like Gin would be too lazy to protect him. Exactly. Like, actually, now I kind of want to see that. I kind of want to see an arc where Shin where Shinpachi might actually have a chance to date Otsu. That would be a nice arc. That'd be funny. Just just to be sought after by all the other otaku in Edo, like, I think that would be really funny. (laughs) But yeah, I don't think it could work, and even if it would, I don't necessarily want to see that. I I like their relationship the way it is, nice and pure. Alright, so I guess let's uh, let's go on to the next one here, some, a couple I, uh, that I think I could safely say is my OTP, which is something I never thought I'd say. Um, Katsura Nikumatsu. Uh, do do you have any thoughts on these two, Bookie? I love I love them. They're so cute. <laughs> to be honest, I remember watching it and I'm like, ah, yes. I w- really fell for Ikumatsu when I when we were first introduced to her, and I thought that episode episode thirty nine was really cute, extremely cute. Hmm, and then Ikumatsu was just one more. Sorry, Ikumatsu was just one more lady to the list of great Gintama females. It's so funny. When I first watched that episode, I didn't really think anything about Ikumatsu. And it, it wasn't until, um, it's funny, it wasn't until I started listening to uh, Just a Gintama podcast, where, um, for those who don't know, is another Gintama podcast that covers a lot of the more current material in the manga and um, occasionally has their own series of episodes. They dub their Ginta Lady episodes, where they talk about specific female characters of the show. I didn't know that. <laughs> Um, and I remember one of the co-hosts, Foxy, I believe, uh, had her own episode about Ikumatsu. And um, I don't remember exactly what they talked about. I, I'll have to re-listen to that at some point because it's been a while since I listened to that. But I remember, I, re- I guess that episode was pretty good or something because it made me appreciate Ikumatsu so much more uh, the next time I rewatched that episode. It's such a shame because I feel like there's such real chemistry be- between Katsura and Ikumatsu. They go oh, so there is. They go so cutely together. Like it, like I want them to work. I really do, but. Unfortunately, it just it, it doesn't seem like anything has really happened with that yet, and that makes me very sad. And I, what what I love about uh, Katsura's side of the situation here is this is another one of uh, Katsura's character quirks that I love so much. I love it how because uh, I I know there was a recent uh, Ikumatsu mini arc in the manga 
um, that I think will also get animated pretty soon. Hopefully, I think in the next in this within this year. Um, I I love it how when uh, Gintoki asks Katsura about how, how oh how, have you guys done this and that yet? <laughs> you know, Gintoki being a gross jerk. And how Katsura is like, yeah, no, I, I don't like Ikumatsu, no, no. And I remember that. That was cute. I love how defensive Katsura gets because it's obvious that Katsura likes Ikumatsu. It is so obvious. It's, but it's also kind of sad because it, from from what I can tell, it doesn't it doesn't really seem like Katsura doesn't think he's good enough for Ikumatsu. In my opinion, that's that's how I read it. I don't know. I feel that I feel that's how he feels too. But and I don't think anything will ever come of the relationship. Oh man, I hope so, and I I only hope so because I I know I've told you this before, Bookie, and I think I might have mentioned it on the show before. I don't remember, but. I know that uh, as far as historical counterparts go, I know Katsura and Ikumatsu's historical counterparts in history do... Yeah, they do get married. Yeah, which I think is really interesting. I think that's the reason why I ship them so hard, because historically, it's that's what happens. That's probably the only reason well, why I do. Well, lots of things happen historically that Gintama that Sarachi apparently doesn't care about. Yeah, that's what I like, though. It's uh, Sarachi does his own thing. Also, at the same time, though, I feel like it's a little unclear about how Ikumatsu really feels about Katsura, though. I don't know. Would you agree? I feel like she definitely likes him as a person. But as for romance, I don't think so. Mm, Maybe. Like, I I could see it going either way. Or maybe I'm just saying that because I want them together so much. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it's a shame because I really wish they would work out. I feel like she's she she doesn't look like she's going to open her heart up again for marriage. Yeah, I I could understand that because I'm I'm sure she's she she seems the type to be faithful to her unfortunately uh late husband. Um and it's also unfortunate for Katsura because apparently his thing is widowed wives, which we find out in the uh, away mini arc, which I think is a really weird fetish to have kind of. It's so it's so <laughs> I don't know. Katsura is weird, but I but that's why Everybody we love him. Everybody is weird. <laughs> I think I think Katsura is especially weird. Yeah, he's definitely the weirdest character in Game <laughs> He's lots of people's favorite characters. Well, I could I could see why. Hell, I did an entire episode about why me and Jasmine like Katsura. Really? Uh, so many things I haven't seen. <laughs> oh man. Um. But yeah, do you think if if they were to be in a real relationship, do you think it would work out? Ah, yes. It would. If if they were already together, like, let's jump all the complications and so and they were already together, I, I feel like, yes, they'd work out. I very much agree. Like, as much as I go on about how much I want them to be together, I, I really do think it could work out. But but I think that's only if Ikumatsu... Because, um, I mean, I don't... I mean, there's nothing to really suggest this, I don't think, but I feel like she would, like I said earlier, I feel like she would be the type of person to be unable to uh, let go of the memory of her late husband and still feel like, oh, I even though he's now dead, I, I still feel like I need to be faithful, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I feel like um, if that's the case, then she would probably have to get over that first in order to, you know, be able to move on with Katsura, which... I know I'm putting a lot more thought into this than there needs to be because mm-hmm. I do, I don't think any of this would actually happen in the show, but it's I guess it's it's nice to think about I guess. Um, all right, so let's get on to our next one here. Let's talk about Otai and Kyubei. 
Ah, cute! I honestly don't know what to think of this. Honestly, like, what 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 are your thoughts on uh, Tai and Q? It's I feel it's really cute, and I feel it's also kind of sad because like one of, I guess one reason that has been pointed out that Kyube wants a male body is so that she can get married to a Tai, no problem. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like he, this is an even though they're still alive, this is kind of tragic, a tragic relationship too, because I know like Sorachi pokes lots of fun and jokes around Kyube, but never poked a joke at Kyube's love for Atai itself. Nah. And then I feel Kyube Atai is somebody who's really um, important to Kyube and vice versa. Atai did a lot for Kyube, and Kyube loves and respects her, and she still does too. Shown in Beam Saber and Gender Bender Arc. Mm-hmm. I want the best for them. I don't think they'd happen. I don't think so. But I want the best for them. I remember reading the uh, Gender Bender Arc in the manga and near the end how, you know, how Kyubei got so close to actually going on a date with Otai, but but how, I guess, wrong it sort of felt for Kyubei since, you know, she... She was using her or something. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I think... I don't think it was that. I think I think it might have been. It's it's been a while since I've read that arc, but I, I haven't finished the arc. It was um. I think what it might have been was that I I think Kubei didn't really feel right because you know she's I she I think she, she wasn't felt her. like yeah exactly like she was obviously in a male body and I think that was the only reason why Otai I guess gave her a chance. I I think I don't think it was that black and white though because I don't think. Obviously, Otai loves Kubei, you know, um, in 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 general, and but uh, but so I think Otai's love for Kubei obviously transcends, you know, uh, tra- transcends the I guess the 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 line of gender in a way, but but not romantically, I guess. Does that make yeah. sense? I don't think it's romantic because she gave a little speech at the end of the Yagyu arc. Mm-hmm. And then that was like QB is you boy or girl transcend everything, and then um yeah it's it's pretty sweet but I I don't know like that's one thing I can't imagine them being I don't they I don't I feel because I don't know if Sarachi could pull something and they'd be together, but you know I was thinking about that QB does have to continue her line and I don't see her she doesn't look like she's interested in men at all. Mm-hmm. She hates being touched by them in general. So and that's true. How is she going to continue the Yagule? Well, I mean, to be fair, I think. Um, well, that's it's. See, that's weird because um, because it seemed like she she kind of got over that during the uh, uh, the group date episode with Gintoki and everybody else. Uh, no, she didn't get over the touching men thing. I know, like. Yeah, that, Beam, that's what do you I, remember Beam Saber arc? Well, I know that that's what I'm saying. It's weird because it seemed like she was starting to get over that in that episode, but ever since then, that's that's still kind of a running joke with her. So I'm I don't know if Sirachi wanted to take that seriously, but I don't know. That's really weird to think about, actually. It's a running joke. So many running jokes. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like that's a running joke that I wish got resolved. I guess because it's because you do bring up a good point because. By the end of the show, unless Sirachi just decides not to deal with it at all, which I don't think he's going to. Probably not. I guess I, I don't I, know. this is this is something that doesn't really matter. I was just pointing it out. I, I feel. Hmm, 
I just wonder if I just because I just I don't know what to do. I feel like you know oh, there was the cooking episode where they talk about being a bride. I feel like Otai looks forward to being married. Mm-hmm, yes. Well, yes. that's the thing. It's it's rather than thinking of Kyube's life, I'm just like, what's Kyube going to do when Otai like kind of leaves her? Because I don't think I can see them being together. I feel like it's kind of sad and doomed. Yeah. Um, I guess that transitions into my thoughts. I don't really see them working out because I like it's weird because uh, I think I can kind of sort of relate to this a little bit because I've I've had friends who I I have, you know, very strong feelings for romantically, but, you know, they don't feel the same way about friend zoned. <laughs> kind of sort of i mean i've i've had friends like that unfortunately in my life but it doesn't bother me as much anymore because i'm still really good friends with them and we still love each other in general so i can i can kind of maybe understand to a point where kube is coming from except except kube has a lot more issues with her personally i guess her her issues run deeper basically i think still yeah unfortunately that's one reason i really do respect kube as a character seeing her go through so much and still growing stronger and accepting herself as who she is which is why fuck you all you cuba haters I hate you all <laughs> I hate you all oh man yeah like I, I i hate to admit it i mean cuba's never really been like my favorite character but I, but, Neither I, is but, she I, mine. but i but i like what she represents very much if I had to write a love letter to only one Gintama character, I'd pick Kyube, even though she's not in my top 10 at all. I'd pick her. She's... Because one thing is that even though people say Gintama could exist without Kyube, I feel like my experience with Gintama would have been a lot more different. Because Kyube was a character, personally, me, I found very inspiring. And I've met lots of people. I met someone in real life who said the same thing as well, and lots of people online. So I'm like, no, she's important. She's precious. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think Otai and Kube could really ever have a real working relationship. Unfortunately, as as much as as much as they love and care about each other, I just I don't see them actually being involved romantically. Unfortunately for Kube, it's it, it's it's kind of like with Shinpachi and O and Otsu almost in a in a way where I'm I'm okay with I guess how Otai and Kube's relationship are at the moment. But anyway, let's let's move on to the last couple I wanted to talk about here. Um Jesus Christ. Hijikata and Mitsuba. Uh Gintama's canonship. Uh my thoughts on this couple in a nutshell is it's 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 a mess. It's tragic. <laughs> it's I, sad. I, I don't even I don't even know where to begin on this. It's like first off, I if 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 I ever met Sirachi, the first thing I would say to him is, "Fuck you for making me cry over a character we only knew for two episodes." I know it was just like okay, but she still made you cry in the Beam Saber arc as well. <laughs> yeah, like she was shining down from the sky like Mufasa, like I'm still here. Still have the feels. <laughs> it's it's like I've told you before off mic. If if the beam saber arc isn't already sad enough, you can't just you can't make me go through all of these emotions about Shinpachi and Otai and then just bring in Mitsuba out of nowhere. That 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 really hurts. You can't do that to me. Fuck you, Sirachi. But in the most endearing way. <sighs> yeah. I don't I don't really know what to say about Hijikata and Mitsuba other than it's tragic and 
like I understand both sides of this. Like I feel like I don't know. Like I I feel like Hijikata in general. I think uh, I feel like he had a lot of missed opportunities. He could have stepped up and done something seriously. Like bruh, just talk to her. <laughs> like please. Like uh, there there were a lot of times in in the arc where he he kind of had the deal with you know Mitsuba's fiance you know trying to smuggle weapons and shit and trying to infiltrate the Shinsengumi. You're right. He 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 did at least have like one or two opportunities to say something to Mitsuba. No, I'm not even talking about like within the arc. I'm talking about like back when they were young. Oh yeah, that that too. Um, like Mitsuba and uh, the Thorny arc, especially, have these two similarities when it comes to Hichikata's character. In where Hichikata is is just the complete opposite of an open book. He does not like if it whether it's his brother or Mitsuba or really most people. He just does not like talking about himself or his feelings or anything. He's he's very much that kind of manly man in that sense yeah. i guess which is you, why i like kondo kondo broke him apart yeah exactly i just that, that i guess that's the one thing i don't really care for about hijikata like i'm not i'm not saying it's a bad thing but like whenever whenever it comes to those two arcs i'm like dude just talk to your brother <laughs> talk talk to mitsuba talk to somebody stop being such a loner jesus christ like him him and okita had this problem i guess except i think okita sort of got over that a little bit in the mitsuba arc um because especially because kondo actually tackled that in the mitsuba arc about how okita sort of felt like he didn't really i guess either belong in the shinsugumi or he felt like there was a gap in between him and a lot of the shinsugumi and kondo i guess i thought that was kind of interesting yeah I guess it's actually something I like. I wouldn't say I like about uh, Hijikata. It's one of the things that makes him human. One of his imperfections. It's something yeah, that yeah. frustrates me. I, w- I don't find it... I didn't find it as... Like, it's a bit frustrating. But then it's one thing that makes him endearing as well. It's like, baby, just... I, yeah, he... But I guess... You know, look at me all uh, up, and, up and about. That's... It's kind of frustrating, but I I wouldn't change it about him. I he's overcoming it as we can see, so he's overcoming it, learning to open up to people. Really? How so? Like I I don't feel I don't feel like that's true. Hmm. I I'd say it looks like he's learning to depend on people and open up to people. Like especially well, with um in in okay, this is Shogun Assassination Arc, even though I'm not exactly reading it. <laughs> I picked at a chapter, and then. I feel like Gin, because Gintoki spoke to Hijikata indirectly about his backstory. Indirectly. He didn't exactly, you know, give details. Mm. But then I feel like little by little he's opening up to. Because especially like Jim, okay, this is spoiling, but when he, like, ugh, I don't want to spoil. Just go ahead, it's a special. Okay. Okay, so you know, like how he's about to walk out from, when he walks out from the Shinsengumi, like yeah, during yeah. the Shinten thing, yeah, and yeah. then he's actually really talking vulnerably about how he can't manage without Kondo and stuff. Like he's learning to open up little by little, even though he's still a cracked, is he's still such a closed person? Okay, okay, I, I that hmm, okay, that I I can see that. Yeah, I think I do remember that. That 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 is nice to see because that that was something. I'm, I'm, 
I wouldn't say that that's something that necessarily bothers me about his character, but I guess I don't know. It's 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 something that makes me like talk to my screen whenever I watch the show. <laughs> I get that. I still like. I wouldn't change anything about him, but it's one of his imperfections. Yeah. I guess that's what that's and it's because it's such a real thing, which is one thing that makes Hijikata one of the most moving characters. Mm-hmm. But but I mean, I, I I kind of understand why he sort of uh, how he acted around Mitsuba the way he did because. In in that arc, I think Okita talks about how like you know he 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 knew why Hijikata, you know, acted the way he did towards Mitsuba because of how because Hijikata's job is obviously very dangerous and he could he could die at any time, and he doesn't want to put Mitsuba through that. Like it's it's just like with any cop and his wife, I guess. Does that make sense? I guess. Yeah, because obviously, if 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 Mitsuba and Hijikata were to actually be together. And if they got married, and if Hichikata were to die in battle or something, that would really tear apart Mitsuba. And then Okita would curse him from the grave. Exactly. So he he did he did it with Mitsuba's, I guess, uh, a, a Mitsuba in mind. I guess he he did it because he cared. He he stayed away from Mitsuba because he cared, which is really interesting to think about. And like like he says in the arc, he you know he he just wants the woman he loves to be happy, which makes me cry every time. Like I said, it's it's tragic, and I, I really do feel sorry for Mitsuba. She she could she could have fallen in love with anyone else. It just had to be Hijikata. Just had to be Hijikata. <laughs> poor Mitsuba, that poor poor child. Um, she's the child of misfortune in Gintama. She really is. Her her gender, her situation, her her sickness, just like. Yeah, but. Mitsuba is another great example of of a very strong female character. Yeah, she is extremely strong. She 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 doesn't she doesn't let it get her down. She doesn't let her sickness get her down or anything. She, you know, she she tries she she tries to smile and kind of looks at the brighter side of things, which is nice. Again, another obvious duh answer. But what, could you ever see a relate a real relationship between them working had Mitsuba not died? Um. Yes and no. Yes and no. Because Mitsuba has is willing to give Hijikata space. And that's one thing Hijikata needs since he doesn't really open up much. But I also feel like she could crack him. But I feel like even though Hijikata loves Mitsuba, like even Hijikata isn't 100% honest with Kondo himself. Mm-hmm. Like it would be a relationship that was close, that was really pure and honest, but just not the closest. Like, Hijikata having relationships with people in general is, is very complicated. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I guess I kind of agree with you, but I, I feel like maybe a relationship between the two of them wouldn't work out, mostly because Hijikata just... I don't, I don't feel like Hijikata would ever really... Like, like in the arc proper i feel like he would still never agree to actually be in a relationship with mitsuba honestly i don't i don't think i i don't know i i don't feel like mitsuba would would be able to crack him honestly i don't think she would i don't think personally she would ever be able to convince him to mostly because of again how you know if anything were to happen to him you know she he he doesn't want mitsuba to feel sad over him mostly and in he might not admit it out loud, but he too doesn't want to feel sad over Mitsuba. But it's too late. That already happened. Uh, yep. Unfortunately. 
Uh, okay, so let, let's let's not talk about sadness anymore. Th- those are pretty much all the couples I, I wanted to talk about. I, I hope everybody enjoyed our discussion on couples. You know, if we if we decide to do this again, we'll you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about a couple more. Um, but for now, let's just do something that Bookie really wanted to do. <laughs> we we are going to um, I guess pick out a pick out a couple of names out of our hats. Uh, my, my my hat bookie has a basket uh we're gonna pick out a couple of names randomly uh out of our piles here and we're gonna invent some crack pairings so okay, i so so i, I think that'll one, be fun pick one. okay okay you can hear that rustling that's great radio hold on i'm trying to pick one and let's see who i got here okay so tojo and Hijikata. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> oh. So. So how do you think this relationship would work out, Bookie? <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't even know where to start. Okay. Head cannon time. Mm-hmm. I'm with Toji and Hijikata. I I feel uh, like I feel like Hichikata would be too grossed out by Tojo. Uh, yeah, I feel so too. They they got drunk. It happened one time, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then they pretended it never happened. You're like, you're no waka. Oh oh my god, it's it's funny because I feel like Tojo, out of all the stalker characters in Gintama, is m- the most unapologetically creepy, which is I think is honestly a very refreshing, honestly. But that that's just me. I don't I don't think this would work out not in a million years cuz like like you just said he uh Tojo Tojo loves his master too much. And then it's not even okay I was about to say that Tojo is cubasexual but then he goes to brothels so I forgot about that. That's right he does. To, Tojo Tojo is a very sick human being. He's a sleazebag. He really is. But I guess that's why I love him. It's it's really it's really weird. I like Tojo way too. Much. I I love him too. Like he's one of my favorite characters. I love him. I love him because you you really don't know what he's going to do. He's kind of um uh. uh it's very you... fun to see him on screen. It is like he's 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 kind of unpredictable, honestly. You know what he's going to do, but like how far is he going to go this time? Exactly. I feel like if Tojo and Hichikata were forced to like go on a date or something, I feel like Tojo would try to dress up Hichikata as Kyube. Oh my goodness! And then Kyube would shoot him with a bazooka and leave. Or you know what? Here, here, uh, this is something interesting to think about because you remember in the Kyube arc how uh, when Kyube first enters uh, Otai's uh, place of work and how Hichikata and Kyube have that kind of clash with their swords and how she managed to break Hichikata's sword. I I wonder if maybe like Tojo maybe knows about that possibly and like he has this like kind of respect for Hichikata because he was able to kind of sort of go almost head to head to head with Kyubei that maybe he's like oh man like uh, I, I I guess I respect your strength maybe I don't know that's the extent of a friendship they can have <laughs> I th- I think that really is it because I I think they've only really ever. Uh, interacted together once, and I think that was the Beam Saber arc. I think that was really the only time. Oh yeah, I remember seeing them standing together, and then uh, see, then Gintama, there's a scene for everything. You can just take a picture of that and like see. At, the, at least they've been in the same room with each other. Exactly. So, so how do we want to do this? Do we want to put? Do we want to keep these names out now that we've 
take Let's them. Let's keep these names out. Let's keep these names keep, out. Keep, this is fun. Out. Keep yeah, them keep out. Them okay. out. This is fun. <laughs> Okay, okay, let's do another one. I'm going to pick one here and I have mine, you have yours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see here. Uh Getomaru and ha- Hasegawa. Oh, this is ha huh. Man, I wish Getomaru were around more so we'd have a- Yeah, actually, I find her really cool. I didn't really think too much of her the first time I saw her. And I I still kind of don't. It's weird. I don't know. Like, I feel like I should like Getomaru a lot more. I don't think she's a bad character, but I think it, it's the same as how I used to feel with Sakamoto. Like, I feel like I feel like if Getomaru were around more, I feel like I would like her a lot more. But uh, <laughs> I feel like a relationship with Hasegawa and Getomaru wouldn't work out. I feel like it would just end in disaster with Hasegawa immediately. I feel like she'd be terrible to him. You know what? This is so horrible to think about. I feel like I feel like Hasegawa would only try to get together with Getomaru so that he could that so that she could like or he could convince Getomaru to like uh maybe because he has a, a lot of trouble trying to kill himself, so maybe he tries Aww. to so maybe he tries oh, to no. ask. So maybe he tries to ask Getomaru to try to kill him for him, and Getomaru just does it. And and then they have an adventure in um in, in the, the dead uh, world. in the dead world. Yeah, I st- I still want Gintama to do some kind of like Yu Yu Hakusho parody with that. I think that's so right for a parody like that. But you know what? This is that's just what I wish for. I don't know, Bookie. What what do you think? Uh, it's still more plausible than Tojo Hiji. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess so. It's true. She's technically like immortal, so it's not pedophilia or anything. Yeah, that that's that's right. She is a lot older than she looks. So would that technically make her a lolicon? Nope, no. No, you don't think so. She's not. She's there's nothing lolly about her. <laughs> but but she looks young. But but she's thousands and thousands of years old, presumably. Is that what a lolly is? I think that's what it is. No, a lolly is just a, a some somebody who looks like a girl. I mean, a little girl, a tiny little girl, I guess. I, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to talk about lollies anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think this, this is great. I mean, the drawing out of the hat thing. No, the, 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 this, this, this crack pairing that we got here just now. Okay, let's, let's do it. Let's do another one here. It's fun. I, I'm happy. I'm so happy I did this. <laughs> That's the laugh I got from Tujuhiji. Okay, let's. Uh, I'm gonna pick one here. Who do I have? All right, Hijikata and Okay. Ah, uh, this is already a ship. Okita. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? It's a ship. Not something I ship, but it's a ship. I don't see Hijikata paired up with a lot of other characters. Like I mean, obviously Gin and Hiji are a huge one. And then um I've seen Hijikata and Katsura, and I've seen Hijikata and Takasugi. Never seen Hijikata and Katsura. Huh, that's that is really that's odd. I've seen uh, I've seen that. Uh, that sounds odd to me, actually. Uh, it's so weird. I I've never seen a lot of um. I mean, it's probably because I don't actively look for it, but I've never seen a lot of Hijikata and Okita fan art at all. I haven't seen fan art once either. Like, I go to archive of our own sometimes. Like, generally, if I see a show and I want to know what people are shipping, I go to look at the list of ships. I have to say the ships on archive of our own are the weirdest I've ever seen when it comes to Gintama. I'm going to check them out soon. There's actually about 
fan fictions for Gim Toki and Shinpachi, which is weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we could we could do an entire episode about those if we really wanted to, but we don't. So yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, I don't think we have to talk too much about this because yeah. people like this ship just because of the whole love hate thing. Yeah, Hichikata and Okita's relationship is a weird one. Mm-hmm. It's it's super weird, but 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 it's really interesting though. Uh, yeah, we 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 could spend an entire podcast talking about that. But let's 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 go to another one. Let's, let's... Wait 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 wait. Just before we do, let me. I went to arc. I just opened archive of our own. Yeah. And then I went to like the Hijikata and um, Okita tag. So there are forty fix. So I put I put the one with the like most kudos, like the most faves. So let's see what these people are thinking. You see the summary for the first fix is called, "Isn't it supposed to be pollen?" And then it says, two idiots catch a cold and hell breaks loose." Oh my god. That, that sounds funny, <laughs> to be honest. Now, that that does sound kind of funny, I guess. Sounds better than most fanfiction. Um, <laughs> Alright, let's 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 pick another one that isn't canon, I guess, for lack of a better word. Right. Let's hope we don't let's like you know something that isn't like let's pick a crack shape. Okay. Let's now I'm actually not putting my hand in the basket, I'm just throwing the basket around and whatever falls out. Okay. What do you have? Uh, Kimiko slash Hammy. Kagra. Oh my <laughs> now, oh my goodness. now, now, Bookie, I don't, I don't know about you, but that is the hottest lesbian couple I could think of. I don't, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about you, but oh my god, that's just so hot. <laughs> I feel like they could be friends, of course. They eat, they have eat food together, like all you can eat buffet. You know, actually, I feel like Kagura would actually mistake Kimiko for a piece of ham and try to eat her. Ugh. I don't, I don't mean sexually either. I, I wasn't even thinking about that. Okay, I was, I was just making sure no one else. You deviant. <laughs> Uh, whatever. That 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 would that would be funny. I could see them, you know, going on a date at a buffet or something. That'd be funny. Uh, Kagura, Kagura, and anybody is just is is just it's gold. gold yeah. Uh, Zita. Oh my God. Okay, let's uh let's do it. Let's do another one. Let's 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 keep going for like the next ten minutes here. I guess. It's actually pretty fun. Okay. You know, I need to shake mine too. Alright. Okay, fall out one fall out fall 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 fall. Oh okay. Okay, no. Let me go first. Gintoki and Shinpachi. Fucking A. We jinxed it. We jinxed it. So I don't know about you, Bookie. But but I think this is just this is the hottest crack pit crack ship. No 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 no. Hijikata and Sukuyo would be the hottest crack ship. Oh, of course you would say that. Of course you would say that. Yeah no, but then imagine they'd they'd smoke together and stuff. But let's not talk about that. Okay. So, I guess we might as well just talk about it real quick now. I I think we can agree that neither of us are very into the idea of people putting a uh, shipping. Yosia. Uh, yeah. In general. Yeah, this is not something I like, not whatsoever. Um, it just does not feel right. It really doesn't. So I don't even want to talk about this. But but actually, to to be honest, I feel like even if even if they were to 
you know, go on a date, you know, in, in, in bizarro Gintama world, if they were to ever date, I feel like, I feel like it would turn out to be a horrible first date because they would, they would try to, you know, uh, they, they would pretty much come up with, uh, what, what do you call it? Sukomi and, uh, all over the place and stuff. Oh yeah. It, I, I actually have them having Sukomi and Bokeh arguments would be fun. Yeah. Like no, it it'd be like I I feel like if they ever tried to become anything, it'd be like the scandal arc all over again. He'd look at Shimpachi with that weird face. He he looked at Shim um, Otose with, <laughs> and then they'd be like, no. Huh, so yeah, let's let's do another. Let's 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 keep let's let's do two more. Let's do two more. No more, more, more. It's actually pretty fun. All right. Okay. All right, I'll I'll go first. All right, Mutsu and Soyo. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Sounds cute, actually. They'd have fun adventures, and Mutsu can be caring when she wants to be. Yeah, like Mutsu and Soyo could have space adventures. That'd be cute. Mm-hmm. And she'd bring her back little space souvenirs. And uh, she could, uh, Mutsu could teach uh, Soyo about men through beating the shit out of Sakamoto. <laughs> Sakamoto would give her porn books for like lessons on 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 life. And Mutsu can um, have Soyo or teach Soyo how to kick people in the balls by kicking Sakamoto in the balls. <laughs> that, that that'd be cute. Mutsu's sweet, I guess. Okay, let's 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 do let's do another one here. Should we? Our, our, my basket is getting empty. Should we add the names back in? Oh, how many? How many names did you put in there? Uh, I, I don't know. There are actually a lot of names, but maybe just the basket is much bigger than it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, okay. You got yours? Yes. Okay. Otsu and. Katsura. Okay. Okay, let's let's try this out. Uh I feel I like I feel like they, sorry, oh, they'd give birth to the biggest idiots in the world. I feel like Katsura would try to write O2 songs. Yarunara <laughs> imashikane. You know what? You know holy you know what they should they should they should do a duet. That'd be great. I would love to see an O2 rendition of Ka- of the Katsura rap. Okay, that that actually that would be great. I want this to happen. Joey ga joey, joey ga joey. <laughs> okay, you know what? Out of all the crack pairings we just came up with, I want I want this one to happen. I want <laughs> I want this to be an episode. They'd be so funny together, and they'd give birth to the biggest idiot. Be um, just the baby. First thing baby would say like poop necromancer zura janai. <laughs> <laughs> Necromancer Janai Katsura da. Oh, actually, I I feel like they'd be extremely funny together. Oh yeah, that that would actually be really good. Um, all right, let's um, yeah, I I think I think I think we're getting down to the wire here. So I I want I want to do two more, and I, then I think we're done. Okay, this was fun actually. Okay. Can we do? Can we keep going even after? The maybe, maybe I, I'll think about it. Maybe, and then we can start again. And put the names back in. It's fun, actually. All right, I'm gonna pick one now without looking. All right, all right. For our second to last one here, I have Umibozu. 
I wonder who I'm gonna. Elizabeth. Ah. Huh. They're both bold. <laughs> I feel like Umi Bozu would try to turn in Elizabeth for a bounty. Maybe. Because mm. he does hunt aliens. Yup. True. Maybe he would. And then Elizabeth would escape. Because I think Elizabeth is pretty sly. Yeah, Elizabeth can do a lot of shit. Like, I remember I was re-watching the Ikumatsu episode again. And they have that little subplot going where Elizabeth is trying to look for Katsura. But she he she whatever becomes homeless later but before that when uh he's i remember kats or not katsura elizabeth was disguised as katsura to try to and let people know who he was looking for and some some asshole just comes up rips the wig off of him and then elizabeth out of nowhere has laser eyes (laughs) you really don't know what elizabeth is capable of you really don't fuck with elizabeth i think that's a good life lesson yeah, I don't think there's really much more to that. All right, what, one. last one for the podcast here, and then I think we can call it a day. All right. Okay. Uh, all right, let me pick mine out here real quick. Uh, all right, who do okay. I have? I have Gengai. I have Seta. No! <laughs> well, that that one is unfortunate. Um. But they hey, be friends. He built him toys. In fact, I can imagine. Uh, damn yeah, it! Seta, I was gonna say that. Seta goes to Gengai with a request from Hinoa to build more sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Th- thanks, by the way, Bookie. I'm gonna have to turn down that extremely loud yell. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I don't. I don't want to end it on that. Let's do one more. Yes. Let's please. let's let's do one a little. That, that's a little more normal. <laughs> Something that won't plague my conscience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. This one's the last one. T- turns out to be like Hata and G or something. No. If it's no, if it's I, Hata I and G, I'm doing another one. Okay. Mm, okay, wait. Okay. You got one? I have one. Okay, Kagura and... Kumiko, we're back to this. Kumiko? Hami, we're back. Oh, are you fucking... <laughs> Come on! <laughs> and we're doing it again. <laughs> God fucking damn it. I'm do- No, I'm doing it again. That's... No. No, no, no. Katsura and... No! <sighs> Otose! <sighs> Okay, um, you know what? This works out way too well, because Katra does like Widow Wives, so. Oh, no. I feel like Otosi and Katra could form a friendship. Like Katra coming to check over this lady who is now his technically brother's mother. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that'd be, that'd be an interesting relationship. That'd be sweet. I feel like it, I feel like that could be a sweet episode, actually. I mean, um... I don't think they've ever interacted, but I think they've been at least in the same room together during the um, Stray Cats arc. Yo, but wasn't he a cat? <laughs> hey, it still counts. It still counts. Hmm. Yeah, I, f- I feel like they'd be friends, or at the very least. Well, you know what? Actually, I forget. Katsura, Katsura's been to the uh, snack house before. He's He's gotten drunk there before. 
Really? So he's he's visited a couple of times. There was there was at the end of the Tama arc where he was talking to Tama's uh, disembodied head and. Oh yeah, true. He was there. And I guess if you want to go back to oh, uh, Wolaini, uh, there was that scene like when, when Tama shows up in the frame. How in the if you look really closely in the background, uh, Katara stole um, Hasegawa's sunglasses while drinking. Oh. I I know that that's floated that's been floating around on Tumblr for a while. Um, so yeah, so I I completely forgot Katara has been at the snack house before. So he's he's probably he's probably talked to Otose once or twice off screen or something. Maybe she I feel like she just called him idiot. Get out of my place. You're drunk or something. <laughs> you idiot. Get out of here. I'm not an idiot. I'm Katara. <laughs> Baka janai Katara da. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, I I think I think that's a good place to 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 end here. That was fun. Mhm. See, I love the laugh I got from Tojo and Hijikata. That was that was fun. We we had some pretty great ones. We also had some pretty not great ones. We um, had some disturbing ones. Yep. But yeah, guys, if you I if if you if you liked uh, hearing us laugh over stupid crack pairings, uh, please 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 let us know. I mean, regardless. I think me and Bookie might do this again soon if we really want to. Maybe, maybe if I if I need enough, if I need more bonus content, would you would you consider doing this again, Bookie? Of course. Um, I don't know. I don't know. How, how do you think this discussion went? I think it went fine. All right. Cool. Cool. I, as, as long as you think it's fine, I don't mind doing this again. So I guess uh, we're at the end of the show here. So Bookie, do you do, where where can people find you? You can find me on my Twitter at I love red pineapples. I L U V or that could be in the description, right? I yeah, I'll put it in the description. Okay. But what, what about for people who don't read the description? Okay, <laughs> I L U V R E D P I N A P P L Z. I used to love bleach, and I used to love Renji, so I love red pineapples. You, un- yeah. you unfortunate soul. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, if you like bleach, I'm not shitting I you. Used to. I I'm used just, to. I'm just shitting on bleach. So yeah. I used to. It's so <laughs> sad how I really do not care about bleach anymore. Hey, well, I mean, when you introduce a bunch of characters, you know, within like the span of. 20 chapters or so and you don't give them any background or anything or you don't develop them then you know what it's his fault that that's for another time though uh so you can find me on uh twitter as well at sniper king 323 that's s-n-i-p-e-r-k-i-n-g 323 i uh i talk about gintama a lot i also talk about a lot of other manga and stuff and you, you can talk to me there i like talking to people um and you can also visit our website at gintalifelessons.wordpress.com where I post every episode. And uh, you can also listen to us on Stitcher or the Stitcher Smart Radio app. And you can also listen to us on uh, Player FM where you know you can listen to uh, this episode or um, a bunch of other po- a bunch of our other podcasts as well. So that's cool. If you don't like downloading on iTunes, I don't blame you. Some episodes are <laughs> along. You can also follow us on Facebook.com, Twitter.com, and YouTube.com slash GintamangaCast. That's G-I-N-T-A-M-A-N-G-A-C-A-S-T, GintamangaCast. You can also follow us on GintamangaCast.tumblr.com, reposting and reblogging all the funny pictures involving Gintama. And uh, you can also email us anything about Gintama or the podcast or 
you know, again, if you like if you liked the special and you want to hear us talk about more couples from the show or hear us do more crack pairings, uh, you can email us any feedback you may have at gintolifelessons at gmail.com. I want someone to create a head cannon for Tojo and Hijikata, please. Most impressive one gets fine art from me. There, there you go. See, there you go. Um, <laughs> you can also uh, leave us feedback uh, in our threads on the Gintama subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash Gintama. Uh, but the most important thing, guys, is that you subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. So that's always a thing that I want people to do. And um, I think that's it. This was fun. I wanna, I wanna do this again. I think, I think regardless of what uh, uh, feedback we get. I, I had a lot of fun talking about just relationships in Gintama in general. It's always, uh, especially when it comes to the more romantic ones. So those are yeah, always fun. Yeah, really, the relationships in Gintama are really well done. Exactly. E- even even the romantic relationships, as as tragic as those end up being. <laughs> God, Sirachi just doesn't want anyone to be happy, I think. Like, do, do you think maybe, like, he, may, maybe for some of these more serious tragic romantic arcs that maybe like he he sees other people in relationships and he's like you know what i'm gonna fuck over one of my characters today and and if it's it's not a character i already know i'm gonna create two characters and i'm gonna fuck him over (laughs) (laughs) i i think i think that's about it for now so uh we'll just we'll see you guys whenever on the next episode i guess um second anniversary episode coming up you should leave us feedback for that uh definitely hopefully we'll have bookie on at least one segment for that maybe mm-hmm. um so yeah just um i guess we'll just see you next time bye guys happy valentine's day i guess Ooh, belated valentine's day yeah you know if the if the show can have a new year's episode in march i don't see why we can't have a valentine's day in march you have a new year's episode in march but that's 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 what they, that's what they send in the new year's episode <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.